0: to tbd beyond the basement my name's dan and i'm back in the tbd metaverse with trev also our fellow host ben is out and about today we're back here next week how's things going mate you've been out and enjoying the sun this week
1: um trying to win the opportunity presents but i get i guess like yourself um day-to-day life is um is pretty busy and and lots going on so it's um it's, it's something not, we
0: see through the window isn't it
1: something we see through the window yeah that's that that's it perfectly i mean it's um Ah, uh, look, it, it's uh, it's great, you know, to 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 have the flexibility. I guess sometimes to, to to be able to maybe pretend that you can work outside, but but just yeah, it's crazy busy at the moment, but in a good way. How about you? Very
0: good. Oh, uh, good this end. Good this end. Very very busy. Team's doing well. Yeah, team
1: is doing very well. Yeah, lots of exciting um, stuff going on. Um, lots of lots of good success. You know, we're seeing we're seeing strong performances from. Uh, the various teams that 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 we manage, you know, particularly uh, you know, Jesse's um Lingard's Halo and Rainbow Six each team and amex uh Call of Duty team both flying it at the moment. So yeah, it's great.
0: Are you still working on getting Jesse on the podcast one day? Someday. Someday. <laughs> <laughs> right. Before we get properly into this, I'd like to ask you to take a few seconds to give us a follow, subscribe or like, depending on your podcast platform of choice. So that each week get notified when you T B D episode drops. Okay, so we're going to use these gaps between our famous interviews by taking on one subject or event that's caught our attention and giving our expert take on it. Showing people got an expert. I need to do the fingers on there, especially from my <laughs> end. Definitely on your end. But anyway, Trev, what is it that we're chewing the fat over this week?
1: Yeah, so obviously last week we had a, we had a conversation about uh, FIFA and EA and their split, you know, very topical. And, and you know, that that's going to be live. It's live at the moment, so have a listen and give your feedback. But today, I think it's a really interesting chat. So maybe people have seen the news, but 100 Thieves are going to make um, um, a video game. So here we have one of the biggest, definitely esports and gaming, You know, uh, an entertainment brand and cultural brand, as, as they refer to themselves. But they're going to try and decide, and, and they've decided to make um, a video game details are sparse but we know it's going to be called project x and they've they've got some interesting snippets from what's come out already
0: yeah it should be a very interesting one it's you know they've they've kind of got ex- successful esports teams they've got they've nailed the merchandise side they're doing great stuff on the content side do you think this is kind of more of is is this a passion project for them or do you think this is a revenue driven
1: I think there's two questions we probably need to ask today is, is one is, should an organization that has started as an esports and gaming company, should they be making a video game? And, you know, what's that journey? You know, and then the second thing is, you know, are these the guys that can, you know, they can pull it off, you know, before we get to the second part of that, I think we asked, we asked the first, I mean, details are are, are fairly, uh, you know, fa- fairly, fairly sparse. We don't even know what type of game it is. You
0: know? I don't think they know what type of game it is. No. I mean, if you, if you watch the video, they kind of got Nade Shot saying, you know what type of video it is. And John's completely kind of disagreeing with them. So whether they actually agree on where they are. But at the same time, they want to involve the pros, obviously, that they've got the team, which I think is a big bonus. They've kind of got an internal testing team who can give immediate feedback and really, really know their stuff as well. So I think that's one big bonus. But then they're talking about involving the community. And to me, is that. Too many cooks spoiling the broth, potentially, and you never get anywhere because there's kind of committees of committees of committees.
1: Yeah, they've kind of hinted that they're going to go down or they will embark on a first-person shooter title. You know, it, they they give shout-outs. You know, yeah,
0: I mean they're big fans of Halo, Ge- 2, Halo of War, 3, Valorant, yeah,
1: Call of Duty. So so, and look, that's that's Nate Chat's own playing playing background. You know, and then you got the likes of courage, nice week, brook, you know, guys like this that, you know, not to mention the access to the content creators they have. So they will obviously get good feedback. But you could arguably say that maybe the first person shooter genre is probably the the one area that maybe doesn't need fixing. You know, I I know like I know people are giving out about the newest Halo patch at the moment. You know, I know Call of Duty, you know, at various points people will give out about the Max but, but like these are well established titles you know, that they're, they're, they're looking to kind of um, to take on. But I guess they have bought on, you know, somebody with strong experience, you know, that bring on Pete Hawley, you know, as their uh, chief product officer. And he's obviously worked on games like Burnout, Paradise and Killzone. So they haven't gone into this pure blind, you know, and I think it's a very um, content creator way of kind of announcing, you know, something like you can imagine EA, for example, or even Activision, if they were going developing a new game, the communication around it would not be as vague. Mm. Maybe that's the beauty and the advantage that 100 Thieves have, or maybe that's the experience that these big game publishers um, have on this. So I guess it's the fact that um, details are are so vague and they've gone ahead and they've kind of launched it, but maybe they want to engage with the community first and kind of find out what the reaction is. Uh, It's probably a good way to tease out tease out you know what's the feedback what's the sentiment towards these guys going in to do something so so maybe that's the smart way to do it and it's it seems to me to be to feel like a bit of reverse engineering in that what happens is a company like ea or a company like activision or valve or whatever it is they'll announce a new title okay and they will go out to they they will go to the market say this is coming we'll get some sneak previews of what everything will look like you know and then the game comes out and then the community feeds back and things tweak and tweaks happen and either game gets uplifted or picked up or and or, or it doesn't whereas they're kind of going right guys we're going to create something we're going to work with our content creators we're going to work with our with our pros and we're going to engage you guys with the community to make a video game so it almost feels like a you know to use a blockchain term you know a decentralized gaming approach on it which, which I think is really interesting
0: but I mean from a publisher point of view you know, if they've hired Peyton, then, you know, presumably he's got a certain experience in certain types of games. And also if they're hiring a team, presumably, you know, this is me kind of just with an ignorant point of view, but wouldn't you hire people with a certain skill set, depending on what the type of game is? Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. I mean, different games. So which
0: way round would you do it? If they're You can't hire the people unless you know what the game is
1: yeah but but i assume that's kind of what what they're doing i mean they've been
0: saying they've been thinking about it and talking about it for two years so you think they've got at least a vague idea of which direction they want to go in
1: yeah yeah like you look at a game like 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 Killzone, you know and that's that's a cool game that that's a very much a first person shooter you know whereas little big planet is is, if i'm not mistaken you know is a puzzle game burn out paradise pretty pretty sure that's that's a racing game you know <laughs> pete Hawley coming in you know that th- that's a very broad mix of experience. it gives him some options yeah so look it'll be super interesting i think it's a journey i think it's these these guys have transcended being a competitive an org to being an entertainment brand so and they do have you know an advantage that maybe um you know somebody like ea uh, and we're not picking any, it just happened to be one of the biggest. So it's in, but like having somebody like, you know, nature, having access to, to the likes of courage and all these guys, guys with huge audience who are very influential in their own right, that if they get it right, you know, you, you, you can predict, you know, they should have some really good success here.
0: And they need it to be right as well, because if they, if they launch it and it's a flop, then one is an expensive thing to do. And two, it doesn't reflect well on the hundred thieves brand that they've so carefully developed over the last what four or five years
1: yeah absolutely i mean it's its it, it's a big risk but but I, I guess it probably shows you know ambitious they are as um you know as, as an entertainment brand you know how what they want to do uh, look these guys they they love games they play games they understand games so there, there may be there maybe is an element of fandom about it coming into this, you know. But if they can, if they can put the right, the right structure around it, you know, you would think that they, uh, they can do, you know, something that that that's really cool and maybe a little bit different, you know. I suppose the market is in their favor in a way because, you know, we've seen somebody like Last Art, for example, you know, with Smilegate and and Amazon Games coming into the market and you know, showing the advantage of working with influencers and, um, and you know, showcasing gameplay on Twitch, for example, in the build-up, how that has helped, you know, create something that, that has been a success. So it, it's really, really exciting. But it'll be interesting to find out, like, what are they going to build the game on? Is it going to be on Unreal Engine, you know, where we see a lot of games going at the moment? You know, what's the budget they're going to have? Like, Lost Ark cost close to $90 million to make are they going to are they going to bring in outside funding? I, I think what's actually even more interesting is and this is me purely purely speculating, you know, there was this another announcement yesterday that, that, that maybe hasn't captured a mainstream audience yet. And um Andresen Horowitz, he raised six hundred million for a venture fund for games. So that that
0: Well it's a huge industry, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's a huge industry, but, but you know, if you're putting two and two together, maybe here, like, you know, yesterday morning, this news comes out, you know, about uh, Andresen, you know, who, who's, you know, probably one of the biggest investors, you know, in the game space, um, launching Games Fund, the one which is 600 million, and then a few hours later, the story kind of breaks of 100 teams going into the games development space, and you're kind of going, whoa, okay, right. Is there something going on here that maybe, you know, is going to play out over the coming weeks where we see Horovitz and, you know, the um, this fund become the lead investor in the Project X? You know, and again, look, that's very speculative on my part, but it just feels like more than a coincidence that on the same day, both of these announced in isolation.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah, I want to keep an eye out. Definitely. Yeah. And I think coming back to the kind of main question we asked, and it kind of fits in a little bit when we were talking with Misfits. Because, you know, they're going down the kind of almost looking f- looking for projects on the kind of blockchain side of things in terms of games that they can help bring out to market. So it's definitely something that teams are looking at as a way forward. And they're probably, you know, revenue streams are narrow for teams. You know, a lot of them are funded from outside and they haven't got the revenue streams at the moment to back up where they want to be. Yep. So maybe it's something like that. But going back, the original question was: Is this something that esports teams should be going for? Should they become publishers? Are we saying yes? It's a way. I mean, just because no one's done it before doesn't mean that no one can do it. It means it's an empty space.
1: Yeah, but, but I think I think games like Last Last Arc, games like um, you know New World um, from from Amazon Game Studio, aligned with. You know, and, and people have different opinions on it but the emergence of the play to earn gaming experience you know shows that you, you can come from you know obviously Amazon is a big big company they're not coming from nothing but you can you can disrupt the marketplace so I think that's that's interesting in, in the first thing so so it is it is a market that's there for disruption two you've got a group of individuals that have a huge audience you know like like nate shot alone has 2.9 million on twitter so these are influential people within their space you know that people that uh first person shooter um people aspire to to join their organization aspire to be like them so they're of a generation they're a generational talent you know so that that's something that that has to um be in their favor as well and Thirdly, I mean, it's a recognizable brand. You know, 100 Thieves has transcended, as we said, esports and gaming, but it's also transcended, you know, markets. you like, it's people in the UK, people in Europe will know 100 Thieves. So, and they're bringing in somebody, point four, I guess, they're bringing in somebody that has experience in strong games development. So you look at something and any project that's starting and you look, right, is the team there? Yeah, you'd probably say it's a good team. OK, that and that's the first thing that any any project would look at from from an investment perspective. You know what? What is the team like? What is their history? And these guys have a history of success. Yeah, I, I see no reason why, you know, an entertainment company, which is what they've kind of rebranded as almost anyway. So if they're an entertainment company, gaming is entertainment. Why not build a video game? But there's a lot of kind of parts that we kind of need to see to kind of fully understand it. What's the route they go down? Who's going to fund this, you know? Are they going to build an in-house development team like maybe um, is it uh, Midnight Gaming, which is probably another studio that, that that's come from um, a, um, a content creator as well. So, yeah, you know, it, it's um, it's something to keep an eye on.
0: Yeah, let's definitely keep an eye on it. And I'm sure we'll come up in other other podcasts that we cover over the year and it'll be interesting whether it's a year, two years, three years, depending on the size of the game, see what we do. So yeah, really fascinating one. And it's always good to pick your brains, Trev, and get the latest information. So let us know in the comments um, what you think of it. Is this a good idea? Do you think it will be success? And we'll put some links in the description as well so you can take a look at yourself. And for nothing else, the launch video, shots, always entertaining.